and welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence, and it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. And I'm Sean. It's, I'm fucking freezing today. <laughs> what is even happening? It's Los Angeles and I'm cold. I'm gonna whine about it. Yeah. Uh, it's been pretty gloomy the past couple uh, of days. That's my whining. I'm like under a blanket. I got a jacket on. I mean, it's like 60 and I'm freezing. Maybe it's a little bit chill cold on that. I don't know. It's weird out now, right now. It's kind of gloomy and. Well, we're getting into June gloom, uh-huh. which is a thing. It means. Uh, gloom. It's just June, like the in the mornings, it's all gray and shit. Yeah. It's kind of depressing. It is. Kind of, it's really depressing. It's yeah. kind of like that. And, uh, and I, this is the first time in, I think, ever I've experienced it. But when this year, when the time changed. Yeah. Like just the dark. I think it's because I'm home. Mm. So I get to like experience the darkness. Oh, no. <laughs> experience the darkness. And I'm sitting there and it's just like the day just wastes away in front of my eyes. Oh, no. I'm just like, oh, no, it's over. I say abolish the time change. Yeah. Should not have to do it anymore. I'm over it. Yeah. Well, we're in it to win it. Sure. So uh, this is the first time, I think, in a week or so that we've taped. Yeah, it's been a while. I was out of town. It's been a minute, so. Uh, I had a family thing I had to do, so I was out of town for that, and then I came back, and yesterday, Saturday, we went up to Pasadena to go to Collector's Paradise, Uh uh, because they were having, like, a, it said a sidewalk sale, but it was an indoor sale. Probably because it was gloomy and rainy. Well, I don't even know if they would even do a sidewalk sale because that know. place is in a very uh, it, condensed parking lot. Yeah, it's, you know, so the big thing in Los Angeles is to have oddly straight shaped strip malls everywhere. Yeah. And to give them the shittiest parking possible and have everybody try to, like, figure out how to patronize those businesses. Yeah. Uh, that's just what L.A. does, and it fucking sucks. So Collector's Paradise is in one of these, like, weird strip malls where it's only, like, five stores. Yeah. And then there's a bunch of parking you have to try to squeeze into. Yeah. So. So thankfully you have a Fiat, so you can I park where do, you I do, and I was able to just squeeze myself into a little spot. But, um... We went in, and they had creators there, and they had free comics, and I didn't take any of those. No. Um, this is all stuff from Free Comic Day, which I'll talk about. Yeah. But. And they were like, hey, uh, all of the back issues, which they always have, and they're right below the brand new issues on the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're like, they're 50 cents, but they're on the floor. And you have to fight everybody. And you have to fight everybody, and it's really cramped in there, yeah. so people are like squeezing by you and stepping over you and shit. Yeah. And uh, also, they're all along the wall. So where the creators were was like a whole shit ton of them that nobody could get to. The minute I saw that, I was like, no. Sean took one for the team. Well, of course I did. I walked around and looked at other stuff. The stuff, because the stuff that I, you know, I could, I could get myself in the back ones. You know, I picked up, I picked up a few guy gardeners mm-hmm. that I needed. I found a world. It's so it's. A multiverse Marvel kind of deal. Uh-huh. So there's uh, there's that with uh, Adam Warlock involved and Rune. We'll be, probably do that for the show at some point. Uh, and I found a Thunderstrike that I remember I had as a kid. I'm going to see if it holds up. 
I'm gonna go with no. That no, it terrible. doesn't. I mean, no, I mean, it's it's, it's a thunderstrike. It it's looks issue. awful. We'll probably end up doing it at some point. It's issue number five, uh, and uh, it's basically got this thing on the cover. It says it's the '90s. They say society stinks. It looks like yeah. You know, like what Electra looks like when she's got that thing on her head. Yeah, well, he's got he's got a do rag. He's yeah, he's got like an Electra style do do rag and Thor's hammer. Well, for some reason, I, for, okay, here's for some reason. Also, I, a really bad blonde goatee. Well, that's just how he looks. He has yeah, like this. I'm saying he looks dumb. Yeah, he has. A, he has a do rag, and he's also for some reason got like a camera taped to the side of his head. This is pre GoPro. Yeah, like this guy would have really benefited from a GoPro. He would have. They would definitely would benefit from GoPro. So he's got that. So we're, we're that's that's. But that's for another episode. And I found a Wizard magazine. Oh yeah, you were very excited. Which about that. Uh, this is the thing that was weird because so I thought it might have been from the time period that I used to read Wizard. Uh huh. Apparently it's beforehand because it was like summer '93, and I was like, okay, well, I, I thought that around that summer I was figuring it out, but I, maybe I'm maybe it's a year later or so. But um, it's weird because I'm so used to reading Wizard magazine and there being like nothing but jokes. They they squeeze jokes into the legalese of their contests. Yeah, like that's how hardcore jokes it was, and it used to be a lot. It was a lot of fun, and I still I still love those books. But for whatever reason, I didn't realize this, but it was a very like straightforward magazine. I mean, it had like you know stupid segments and stuff. I mean, there was definitely some levity in there, and it's a uh, whatever. But it was just weird to read a lot of stuff and just kind of. It's right around nightfall, mm-hmm. so Bat- so Batman just got his back broken. Superman just died, mm-hmm. and Malibu hasn't even really started yet. Image and whatever Valiant, like they're crossing over, but you know it's like one of those things where you're reading it and you're just like, man, like this was just weird. It's just like like Peter Peter um, Peter David hadn't started writing Aquaman yet. Mm-hmm. That's how like he just gets into it. So there's there's some there's some gems in that one. So I was uh, I was kind of glad to find that at the same time it was just like it was really weird. So, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, and like I, I don't know. So you weren't here for free comic book day. No, I wasn't. I missed free comic book day. I went to uh, Pulp Fiction in Culver City. Mm-hmm. Decided to stop by there because the thing that they do uh, on free comic book day, and they did this last year. Um, if you bring like a pair a non-perishable food item, yeah, you can, uh, you know, get like a free. That's how you get your free comic. Or they have it so like they write on a ticket like how many comics you get, yeah, and then you go and pick out comics from the front table. You know, and depends on how many you pick up. And I mean, quite honestly, I mean, I'm not hardcore into getting the free comics. I just kind of like deals. Oh yeah, I mean that's really where we go. Yeah, we like the deals. I like the idea of you know also doing some sort of good you know because they're like they take the non-perishable food item donate it to some local food bank or whatever and that's nice yeah no i figured it was it would be worth uh was worth a a check a check out so i you know i did that and uh picked up a bunch of stuff and i had had a credit from there that's right for when we got rid of all of our garbage got rid of a bunch of our garbage and i still had like like eight dollars in credit and i was like well i'm gonna use this yeah and I did, and it was great. Good. So I, I, I literally got every comic I bought from that day uh, for free. Good. That's that's so that's kind of how you have to do it. Yeah. You know, if you can get into a comic book store, because I mean, look, you can buy new shit. You know, and if I'm buying new shit, I'm buying. You know, I'll buy new shit, but you know, I'm looking for my other shit. So right. That's what I got. That was uh that was a free comic book day. Not uh-huh. really invent uh, too uh in- eventful. Yeah. 
I stayed away. I wanted to stay. I wanted to go somewhere that didn't wasn't super super busy. Yeah, that's the thing. These like I don't know. Like I feel like the last couple of years, free comic book day has become mini con day. Well, that's what they like to do now. It's like these stores. But for me, that's yeah, it's too much because these stores usually aren't built for that sort no. of the crowd nor they don't have the floor space and it's just nothing pisses me off more than like walking in somewhere and being like i'm gonna have to like squeeze my way through all these people to get to what i want to see yeah i don't like that that's usually how every con sometimes i have personal space issues yeah no i mean that's i I am an introvert it's just so much energy and just the idea of oh like just thinking about it makes me tired no, very much so, and it's frustrating too because like parents with their kids there, yeah. and you know that's cool. I mean, I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad everybody's there, but you're also you know kids are walking around, people are walking around, they don't know where you're going, you know. And I'm trying to go go somewhere, but I really I'm trying to get my as much space as I can. I don't yeah. you know I don't know if people are headed one way or another, yeah. so it just it doesn't work for me. So if I can go somewhere that you know, in, in Pulp Fiction case, it's a pretty big store. Yeah, um, that one's not too bad. Yeah, they. Uh, that it, was kind of my problem with Collectors Paradise when we went yesterday. It was their their store is not very big. No, it's a cool. At least, store. No, it's not that. St- there's another one in uh, Winnetka that I've never been to, yeah. which I think might be a little bit bigger. But yeah, yeah, the one in Pasadena is not very big. It's a great store. They've got a bunch of cool shit. However, when you're in a store that's already not that big, that already has a bunch of merchandise, and you're trying to shove in more tables for a bunch of creators, yeah. And then you add a shit ton of customers yeah. and a free comic book table. It's just, it's overwhelming. Like, and because, you know, I'm walking around and like there, there's so little space that every single time you walk by something, I've got my purse. I'm a lady. Uh-huh. So it's hitting everything. Yeah. Like I'm knocking shit over and I'm just like, oh God. Yeah, I know. I hate this. This is the worst. Like, so for me, I was done like immediately. Yeah. I don't know. I managed to gut it out and had to pick a few things. I was very I figured, proud of you. Yeah, I figured I'd uh, grab a few items, but there's no way I was going to spend too much time uh, in that sort of thing. It's, you know, saying cool store, but, you know, just just lack of space. I mean, that's a, I, yeah. I've, I've come across that, and like I said, it's. I think it's great that comic book stores will do that stuff, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, you know, just, I mean, I just, that's just my opinion. I mean, yeah, I, there's I, just not space. There's just not the space for it it's in just, some stores. If it's the spa- if, if there's not enough space, it just makes me anxious. Yeah. So that's the thing. It's like, you know, I think about like, if you're a pulp fiction, you can probably pull that off. You've got some room. They have quite a bit of room. They've actually, what I do like is that they've managed to use a lot more of that space uh-huh. more effectively. I oh, think good. it feels like since the last time we've you, maybe you've been in there, but I feel like they've managed to like you know make spread it out a bit, yeah, a bit more, which is great because I mean that space is huge. Yes, it is. You know? It's a and big it, space. It's insane, and it's a cool. It's a cool store. I like that store a lot, and it's be kind of uh, uh, associated with that. So you were out of town, yes, and I took that opportunity to finally go through at least the DC comics portion of our of our books. Oh man. And make uh pull, pull a bunch of stuff out uh-huh. and finally put the major pretty much put all of it in order. There's stuff that's outstanding that you know that's recent that we purchased that needs to be in, integrated into the boxes, but uh I managed to put all those stuff in order. Neat. And I was very proud of myself. I did that. I had like all of it out here in front of me in the living room. And I had my 1998 WCW on, you know, and I'm just sitting there just ordering everything, you know, putting stuff together and putting stuff in bags, you know, just making sure everything's everything's taken care of. So it it was it's a it's a tall order. 
Mm-hmm. It's definitely a tall order, and I still have to do that with the Marvel comics, and that's that, that I'm not necessarily looking forward to either. But I'm gonna have to do it. But mm-hmm. uh, and I pulled out a bunch of stuff, so we got a lot more to get rid of. Yeah, I, pu- I pulled a bunch of Batman's. I'll have to look at them. You'll have to look because mm-hmm. it's the Cat the I know you collect. Yes, but the Batman's are some or just Batman's. <laughs> you have a lot of Batman adjacent stuff. Yeah, it, it's gonna depend on what it is. I have to look at it. Like, I don't really know if some of it's, like, like I'm assuming you've read all of it. Uh, probably. You know, but there's some stuff that I'm just like, eh, how is this? Like, I don't even know. I don't, even, I said, I don't really read those. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if those are good stories or not. We'll have to look. Yes. Did we do anything else? No, I mean, I bought a great pair of shoes. But oh, yeah. that. <laughs> she certainly did i did i'm very excited she bought a great pair of shoes uh-huh so that was fun because we went to pasadena we had a burger Ooh, a burger uh we had some, some delicious burgers we you know went to the uh, comic book store and uh then i went to dsw and bought shoes i like pasadena a lot pasadena is a great place i wouldn't mind living up in pasadena i wouldn't mind living it but i definitely would need to have air conditioning oh you it's... have to because it gets like hotter than satan's asshole Satan's asshole. Satan's asshole out in Pasadena. That should be the nickname for Pasadena, like <laughs> Satan's asshole. Uh, it gets hot out there, but I mean, I really like it. it. It's a real, it's a cool town. It's got some really cool stuff. It's still has that kind of 1950-ish vibe with like new stuff mixed in. Yeah, yeah, you can I definitely tell that. About that, I also like coming off the the 110 when you're coming into LA because it's like you know the 110 goes out of Pasadena. It's like the main stretch out. And as you're going, you get just like basically like a fork in the road where it's like you can see straight downtown L.A. You just go right down that way. Yeah. Or you take the, you know, you keep going on the 110. Just the way it's set up, it's kind of cool just to like look down and like see out the downtown yeah. L.A. and the traffic lights and the buildings. I appreciate the fact that that's, so, I, that that's something rare you'll hear us say about L.A. freeways. But mm-hmm. I appreciate the fact that L.A. going into Pasadena, like you pretty much are just like. Oh, yeah, it, it dead ends in Pasadena. It just dead ends. You're just like, okay, you you're in Pasadena. You take the 110, and it just dead ends in Pasadena. Like, where are you going? Okay, great, I'm here. You know, and then It you... might go through Pasadena, but we've never taken it through. No, but I mean, it definitely goes, you know, it's just it's just a nice, easy way to get to a place you're going to. So, yeah. you know, at least that way, you know, and then you just, you know, thankfully uh, for a place like Collector's Paradise, it's literally right on the strip. You're just like, oh, okay, great. Yeah, where, like, where great, here it is. Because we were going to take the train, because you can take the train in to Pasadena, which yeah. we were going to do. But it was gloomy and rainy, and I was like, I don't want to walk through the rain. So no, it was a little bit take. misty. Especially when we might have comic books with us. I don't want them getting moist. We have to be careful. We My wizard be... magazine must preserve its integrity. We have to make sure that we don't have any moist books. No moist so. books. No, I must, must must keep this Thunderstrike Yeah, so nice intact. and pristine. Nice and pristine. It will be, it'll, it'll be worth... It'll be, a ver- it'll be in good condition. Do we think we have any comics that are actually in mint condition? Oh, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. No. Everything, I don't have anything pressed. We have everything. Everything we have is garbage. Not everything. Most everything we have is garbage. Mostly everything. Most everything we have is garbage. I'm going to say 99.9% of everything we have is garbage. That's a, that's a very large percentage. Yeah, because we have trash. I, we do have trash, but we have <laughs> some good stuff. Do we? Yeah, a lot of those books that my father gave me. Oh yeah, you know we have a lot right. of that. We apparently, you know, I bet I bet if I take that, that you stack, you've got to actually get it done. That's the whole thing. You're supposed to get it graded at some point. I have to think it costs money to get it graded. I know. I don't want to do that. I know. <laughs> I was like, eh, I know. My my dad looked it up once. It's 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 what it is. 
<laughs> I don't think that counts, though. That's a, Well, whatever. We'll take a break, and we'll come back with our book for this week. Hey, everybody. I'm Paul Spitaro. I don't know if you know me, but I'm a regular on Back to the Bins, along with my friends, Dr. Bill Robinson. Hello. And Mr. Scott Gardner. Hey, how's it going? Andy's been asking us for a promo for the show for the longest time, and Bill has been writing it for the longest time. Bill, you got that promo written yet? Okay, so anyway, what we do is we review three comic books. We try to do it every week. Usually it's a Marvel, a DC, and a Captain Canuck book for Scott. So tune in every week to Back to the Bins to listen to our show. You can find us at twotruefreaks.com. All right, we're back here in Worst Collection Ever with our book for this week. It is William Shatner's Tech World mm-hmm. from Marvel Comics, or more specifically, Epic Comics. Yes. From September 1992. This is number issue number one. Sorry, William Shatner's Tech World number one. Yeah. Now, I am not a Star Trek guy. Oh, me either. Jenna's not a Star Trek girl. Mm-mm. So a lot of Star Trek stuff goes right over our heads yeah i mean i i'm a casual fan I, my dad is my i feel like my dad was born at the wrong time because my dad loves doctor who yeah my dad loves star trek my dad loves crow and all that like weird shit from like you know all that like sci-fi that fantasy, weird fantasy shit that shit. came out in the 70s and 80s yeah and so i feel like my dad like things would have been better for him now but he watched Star Trek, yeah. and he used to always watch The Next Generation. So I have seen many Next Generation episodes. I'm not a, I would say I'm a casual viewer. Yeah. I don't think I'm a fan, but my dad loved The Next Generation. My grandfather used to watch a lot of Star Trek. Yeah, I mean, that's about as much exposure to Star Trek as I have. I don't have any knowledge of the original series, Yeah, you know, when Shatner was doing his thing. Yeah. Outside of just, like, the cultural knowledge you get from just existing... Yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, I mean, I've seen a you know a handful of movies, you know, whatever, but it's never like I just, you know, I don't really know. Like William Shatner, I think the most uh, engaging thing that I, I I know him from is the story that William, uh, not William, uh, Henry Rollins tells about meeting him for the first time, which involves uh, going to a Super Bowl party with Henry Rollins at at, at, at uh, William Shatner's house and. Uh, just how William Shatner is just extremely, uh, just a huge personality, you know, yeah, just a huge personality and stuff, and uh, about him enjoying scallops and stuff. It's it's quite. It's if you ever get a chance to hear it, it's quite great because uh, mm-hmm. Henry Rounds is a great storyteller. But this is uh, this is kind of like a weird time, not a weird time, I wouldn't say, because William Shatner wasn't like on like Boston Legal or really wasn't on like anything. No, this is kind of like I would say this is before the resurgence yeah of his career yeah because like he was you know because it's obviously it's post star trek so it's nine it's the early 90s so william shatner he's doing stuff he's got stuff he's done like he's done the star trek movies right i think by this time though yeah because discover like generations was coming up i think it was 94 but like you know there wasn't really any star trek stuff that he was involved with i mean at least as far as i can call recall and uh he was just kind of doing just sci-fi shit you know and that, that's what this, basically this is it's like it started out as a book yeah uh, like these tech world books you know and uh he it ended up being a show on usa yeah 
And it remember it when it came out, it was like cross promoted on like Raw. Oh, okay. So, like, at one point... That's right, because Raw was on USA. Raw was on USA, and sometimes the show would... I think the show was probably, like, on a... Definitely wasn't on Monday nights, but... uh, No, but they wanted to catch those those Highlander viewers. Yeah. Turning on there at the very end, waiting to see, you know. Yeah, because this is before USA was nothing but uh, SVU, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, this was back when you would, like, get, like... A lot of well, there's a lot of murder she wrote. Uh huh. You know. Oh lot. shit! I remember turning the channel to make sure I caught the Highlander. Yeah, Highlander was the up Highlander on there. TV you're, show. You're watching a lot mm-hmm. of Highlander. You're watching. I definitely watched that. Duncan McLeod of the Clan McLeod. Yeah, uh-huh. I watched it. There was also uh, they also USA had some really weird, just random shows like a lot of random uh, single camera shows that they would do. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, like Weird Science, obviously. That was a thing they made. You know, they had uh, just a lot of random ass shows. Uh, I remember there being a Swamp Thing show. I do re- vaguely remember a Swamp I've never thing watched show. it, but it was kind of based on. Wasn't it very few episodes? There wasn't a lot, no. Yeah. And it's something that I've actually wa- I've I've had in my hand the the entire because the entire series is on DVD, and I've had it in my hand, and I've never buy- bought it, but I've I've always wanted to go back and watch it. I don't know if it's very good. Oh, I can't imagine. I don't know if it's good. anything like the movies which that's another one like i i had the i don't know if i still do i probably don't have it anymore the original swamp thing which is actually pretty good i've always wanted to go back and watch return of swamp thing anyways this is not swamp thing this is no Shatter's this is Tech not one. this is not swamp thing he showed up on like raw once to like promote this promote thing this and like jerry lawler got in his face and he beat up jerry lawler or something sure. or he did something to jerry lawler you know and so that meant that jerry jerry lawler got to so William Shatner inducted Jerry Lawler into the Hall of Fame because of that particular instance. Did, have they, they inducted one. William Shatner into the Hall of Fame yet? I don't know if I, you know what I honestly. I don't, know what a fucking hard on they have for inducting celeb- celebrities into and at some the point he might, Hall of you know Fame. What, and at some point he might go in. He might get his day in the sun. Yeah, uh, it's very possible that William Shatner will be Is in. Is there a, like a physical Hall of Fame? No. So it's not like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. No. No, they or the, the 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 NFL Hall of Fame or something where it's like a physical place that I can go and like view memorabilia. No, they at some point I think they want they've wanted to do that, but mm. that's I think just logistically they just probably haven't. just gonna get like built on top of Vince's grave. Oh, that'd be great. I assume that that's what. Oh, can they, oh I really hope they do that. I'm not. I assume not kidding. I'm no. Neither am I because you know what? Wherever Vince lives now in Connecticut or some shit, uh, I think that once he dies, they should bulldoze his home. <laughs> It, or and or half of it and build the hall of fame on top of where his home used to be and then at the end kind of like stalin no lenin uh is just like a glass coffin with vince in it i just want there to be i, w- I want that to happen Does stalin have one of those too well if you're russian yeah you get it i know lenin's got one i don't remember <laughs> if stalin has one too <laughs> i think i think it was just lenin yeah um, it might just be let it. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> but here's a gold, here's a glass coffin. Yeah, so Vince is like, give me a glass coffin. <laughs> but I mean, like Hell. seriously, shouldn't there be like a <laughs> a monument to fucking Vince, or is he going to be one of those guys who's like, in my will, I have to attend every board meeting? So it's going to be like a skeleton that they like wheel out like once a year. Oh man, because there's shit like that in See, people's wills. I know, and that's why I'm like, I'm not doubting it. 
Like I'm really looking forward to uh, not look, okay. <laughs> I'm looking forward to his oh, death. See, now I feel bad because I meant it. <laughs> I know what you mean. I know. You all know what you're, I mean. I'm you, not cutting that out either. No, it, it's not that you're looking forward to his death, but you are interested to see what happens because yes. I'm sure there's some weird shit in his will. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So, anyways, uh, Harry, I must be covered in oh, well done steak. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> <Point> a <of> steak wrap. <laughs> <laughs> but just cut out my cut out the face part of my face and just have it out there and I'll just like mm, stick wrap. <laughs> It'll have to be at every board meeting. And <laughs> Once I die, Roman Reigns wins all belts. Roman wins all belts, all titles, and he can never lose them. And he can he, he until wins, he dies. And he wins steak wraps for life. <laughs> <laughs> to to Roman Reigns, I leave eternal steak wraps. Oh shit! What if Vince is going to try? What if Vince is going to try to do a get out on Roman Reigns? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, he's going to be like, when I die, replace oh, oh, put my it. put my brain inside of Roman Reigns. <laughs> So I can be so handsome and so young. <laughs> if there's somebody that's doing the get out surgery, it's 110 percent Vince McMahon. It's Vince McMahon. That shit's happened. That took, it took place in Connecticut, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Somewhere back there, yeah. And I think that's the, the movie. The movie took place in Connecticut. I am so. uh, Vince is get, Vince is doing it. Yeah. I, if I, anyone's doing a get out, it's Vince McMahon. It's get it's Vince McMahon and William Shatner. <laughs> William Shatner's trying it out too because he's like, "Yo, Tech World." That's not a thing anymore, but maybe you could put my head on the I don't know. Jason Momoa's body. <laughs> or you could You could put my brain into Jason Momoa's body. Transfer me. Honestly, I am a straight woman, but I would not mind having my brain be in Jason Momoa's body. Ooh. I'd be like walking around being like, look what the fuck I look like. Look at this. Look. Look at this. At this. Look at it. They, exactly. They'd be like, like if you could just live in the rock's body. Yeah. It'd be fucking great. It'd be a really busy, busy day. Just live in his body and just be like, but look at me. And you'd be like, Rock, you have to film 30 movies today. You're just like, fuck, I don't know how to do it. And they all feature you running through a jungle because that seems to be the only kind of movie you That's do. That's a genre. That's a genre. The Rock bald in a jungle. <laughs> oh, man. We should have an old video. We should have a video store where that's how we categorize movies where it's just like genre. Rock bald in a jungle. And it's just like Jumanji and Rampage and Oh, man, can we have a John Cena section? Sure. Ooh, wrestler movies. I'm doing that. Oh, wrestler movies. Would wrestler you... movies. Well, here's a question. Does The Rock go in wrestler movies, or has he transcended the genre? Well, you have to, if you come to our store, you have to unlock certain parts of the store <laughs> with the, by, by loyalty points, and that's how you unlock the, the, the rock genre of him being bald in a, in a jungle. <laughs> and right now, there's only two movies, Rampage and Jumanji. Oh, there's also The Rundown. Oh, I've never seen the rundown. And oh no, Journey to the Center of the Earth. That's in the jungle. See, I've never seen that either. There we go. Four or Journey movies. Center of Two or whatever the fuck it is. Four movies with the rock bald in a jungle. <laughs> I saw that in a meme. That's not an original thing. I just saw it up. So just I'm just re- reiterating it. Uh, anyways, yeah. So uh, this was promoted on Raw a few times. So tech it was Tech War. Ah. I think it was Tech War. The show was called Tech War, but this is Tech World, mm-hmm. and uh, it's on Epic Comics. Which is the Marvel uh, imprint. Yeah. You know, when they want... fancy imprint. I mean, it was. I mean, there's some stuff in there that obviously was, you know, well-regarded. Well, um, it's it's their more literary imprint. Well, not only that, it's just more like... It's their more adult imprint. It's just stuff that they want to produce, but they, wanna, they don't want to stick it under a Marvel banner. You know, so like Gru the Wanderer, you know, with Sergio Arionis or Argiones, whatever his name is. You know the that mad magazine artist. He that was a mag book that was there. 
they would do like man manga. So there's a lot of stuff that they. Oh, I think ElfQuest. Oh, okay. Yeah, so there's a lot. Or maybe maybe that's. Let me think of a different thing. I think of some, there's something with elves. Epic Comics was that, and this is like towards the. I feel like it's towards the end of it. I don't know. Maybe I don't. I don't really know much about Epic Comics other than it existed. Tech World was on there, so here we go. Uh, on the cover, it's a drawing of. Now his, the character's name is Jake Cardigan. I do have to say I can't really take that seriously. No, it's a stupid name. Uh, because. I often wear cardigan sweaters yes. and talk about the most boring item of clothing one could have. Yeah. Is a cardigan. Yeah, it's a pretty uh pretty It's pretty fucking boring. Just going to put that out there. So he says cardigan is fighting two wars. Who one of and them? one is against himself. Is the other against moths? <laughs> <laughs> it's against the Dewey Decimal System since only librarians wear car- fucking cardigans. <laughs> and me. <laughs> oh, is he fighting a war against you? Yes, yes he is. The other's against Jen. Like, I mean, the, what? what's like literally the most boring thing you could possibly think of is like an almost 40-year-old white woman in a cardigan, and that's literally the description of me. <laughs> <laughs> I like cardigans. I have a few. <laughs> I wear them I all the time. Very comfortable. They're comfortable. Uh, I so just it, like I just like them. You know, I throw them over a dress. Yeah, keeps my arms. You know, because a lot of times, a lot of dresses I have don't have sleeves, but I don't feel that's appropriate for work. It's too cold. So the story uh, it's called uh, "Born Again." Born again. William Shatner is the creator. Yes, he created the fuck out of this. So, uh, yeah, we see us place, uh, we get some narration about a, this is so basically. It's basically a prison colony in space. It's yeah. It's a bitch planet. It's the freezer. Yeah. And uh, Jake Cardigan. We, we said his full name, right? Yeah. Uh, we said Cardigan. I think Jake Cardigan. This is the first time. So we're in, uh, what year is this? So this is the late 21st century. All right. So we're in LA. So we are late. So it's so sometime, it's like 20. 90 2080 or whatever yeah so late then uh we're in la and there's this like robot in a white suit yeah who's just just over it that's what i like about this they actually this guy is so his robot's name is winger yeah and he is he is just not having any of this human nonsense he's not, not not even like there's a like a like a beggar in front of this uh like there because it's a galactic it's space el- station the spaceport in greater los angeles yeah so we are, you know, we got space machines all over the place, and he's like, "Get out of my way, hobo!" Well, the guy's like, "I'm a veteran of the Brazil War." There's a Brazil War because, guys. of course, there's going to be a Brazil War. Oh, we're going to get—we're going to be a war for everybody. I mean, really, we just haven't had one yet, uh, so we got to get on it. He's like, "Shut up, beggar!" He like shoves this guy aside and like marches into the the prison shuttle terminal. And there's a girl there, and she's like, "Hi, oh well, you know, thanks for flying with us." He's like, "I'm fly with you all the time." He's like a parole officer. He basically is this robot. He looks like Silver Surfer. Yeah, with like a jacket. But with like, like but, but... if Silver Surfer went to Miami. <laughs> yes, I was gonna say Silver Surfer. If so, if Don Johnson, if Silver Surfer was Don Johnson, yeah, or was a uh, Crockett, yeah. So that's that's what he looks like, and it's 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 uh it's amusing me. Yeah. So he uh he goes he's he's, he's taking the trip on this ship up into space. To go to this penal colony, but it's basically, it's like, you know, you got all these other people that are going up, too, because they're going to see, like, their prison, you know, their husbands, or not husbands, but, like, just whoever's up whoever's there. Whoever's up there, yeah. So, 
Apparently on this penal colony, they just put people in suspended animation. So they're all in these pods. They're kind of like in a Matrix-like pod. They don't age or whatever because this woman is going up and she's like, you know, my husband's up there. I can't really visit him. I'm just going to go stare at him in his weird popsicle pod. And But by the time he gets out, I'm going to be 10 years older. And he's not going to age because it's suspended animation. And this guy's just like, whatever, lady. Like, I don't care. The robot's just like, he's, he's just like, because uh, she's all like, oh, no, what's going to happen? And he's like, he's going to be, it's going to be fine. And she's like, he's, is he going to look different? It's like, he's like, he hasn't aged. He's like, that's what suspended animation means. Yep. He is the most overt robot. Yeah. I actually like him. I wish there was a book about him. So they like fly up to this thing and he's like, hey, robots that work here, I need you to thaw out Jake Cardigan. Because I realize he has 15 years, like a 15 year sentence to serve, but he's only served four of them and I need him. Yeah. So we need to do this. And they're like, why, why are we doing this? So, so he runs into this. I guess uh, the guy, like the warden almost. Or a warden type fellow, uh, Dr. Goodhill. He's a doctor there. Yeah. And he's like, oh, hey, what's up? And uh, the doctor's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Why are you thawing out William Shatner? And then he proceeds to dump this guy out of his wheelchair. Yeah, he's just really an asshole. He's like, dude, I have, you know, authority to do this, whatever. Because the guy's like, oh, you finally found out he wasn't guilty. And he's like, oh, I don't care. He's like, I'm just supposed to thaw I'm just out. doing it. So they take him out of his little pod. They take him to the resurrection level, which is what they call it. I like that. I like yeah, that. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Take me to the resurrection level. And they <laughs> resurrect. That sounds like a good new metal band name. Yeah. Resur- re- res- resurrection level. And they resurrect a very buff Jake Cardigan. So keep in mind, this is supposed to be... William Shatner? William Shatner. Yeah, no, William Shatner's never looked like this. No. Also, at this time, isn't William Shatner like in his late 50s? He's definitely up there. (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) Yeah, he's definitely up there, but, you know, he's... But this character is got you know Jake Cardigan you know he's got he's some rugged nice rugged body you know he's rugged look look at those man body. thighs yeah he's, he's, it's one of those he's like nice thighs it's one of those you're completely naked except for this random strap over your dick yeah things and he's just like I'm the so, modesty strap that's what yeah they call it. he's so rugged and he's got you know like a like a five o'clock shadow and all this sort of shit. And so basically, he's like, "Oh, if I've been, uh, it's been 15 years, huh?" And he's like, "No, it's been four. And they're like, "He's like, well, you know, I guess there's been some special parole." And he's like, "All right, well, fine, give me my gun." But yeah, he's like, "Your your parole allows you to carry a weapon." And you're like, "Is there any parole that does that?" But okay. Um, so he's like, "Come on, we we gotta get you down here. I need your help." And he's kind of unsteady, obviously. And the robot is cracking wise. And then we see that Jake Cardigan is a loose cannon man because he like points the gun at the robot. Was the robot's just kind of like, he's like, come on, let's go. And he's like, what the fuck? He's, he's like, like, I'm going to shoot you, robot. And, and he's like, if you do that, you're going to be here for a long time. And he's like, yeah, you're not worth it. So he, so the like, reason okay. why Jake is in jail is because... Of something called tech. So there's this drug... Uh, T-E-K. Uh, T-E-K. Tech. Like the name of the book. Yep. Tech. And it has to do with... It's basically like, I th- from what I've gathered... It's like a virtual reality drug. Yeah, that's because we see a little bit of it later where he still has like the stuff so he can do tech. Because it's something where it, like basically you like wire your mind up to have like, you know, fantasy, fantasy. Or... You live in a fantasy world, basically. It's like if you were transported to The Sims. Ooh, yeah. Um. So he, there's like a, an eye, like a Google Glass thing you have to wear. But then there's also like something you have to take. Yeah. So he was hooked on it. 
but apparently he was also dealing it right is what he was really convicted for was dealing and he says he never did yeah he, he was framed he says i was framed i admit i did do it but you know, I, I never dealt. So that's that's why he's in prison. So he gets to, so they get to uh, Los Angeles and they're like, it's the, raining like hell. It's raining. And the robot's like, well, here's why don't you have a force umbrella? And I was like, ooh, that looks kind of that neat. actually looks cool. It's like a big glowing stick that like keeps the rain off of you. Well, it's a force field. I like basically, it. Basically, you put it above your head. I would like that. And so he's like, oh, where's my wife and son? Aren't they going to be here to pick you up? He's like, yeah, uh, they're not here. You need to figure out your own way home. So he gets a cab. Calls Space Uber. He calls a Space Uber. He goes home, walks into his apartment, and it's completely empty. Yep. And there's a message from his wife where it's like a hologram. The, and the wife is basically... And she's like, hey, heard you were getting out. FYI, I divorced you two years ago. Couldn't tell you because you were in suspended animation. Uh, the kid and I have run off to Mexico. Please don't try to find us. I'm kind of over your bullshit. Yep. Not ready to see you right now. And then so later he's just sitting around and he's like being sad, being sad. And he talks to this dude. I think uh, oh, he skypes. He skypes with the guy. He skypes. He skypes with the guy who I, I could best describe as uh, Kano from Mortal Kombat, but like a white trash version of it because he's yeah. got like this red, fi- you know, like this red goggle over his one eye, but he just looks Kinda like, like a, a dead shot thing. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, uh, and basically he's like, look, uh, he's got a weird goatee. Yeah, he's like, look, I need to get uh, you know back in the groove of i guess he was a cop but now he's trying to get back into doing trying to find out where his wife is yeah trying to because she's in all she said is we're in mexico don't come and find us and this is where he takes out his stuff he's like oh man here's my tech shit here's my weird eyeglasses and then also like the packets of whatever yeah so he does actually start doing it because then all of a sudden we see that his wife has come back He's like, I'm not going to do tech. I'm not a tech head. And then the wife comes back. She's like, oh, I love you. And the kid's there. And he's like, it's me. And then that's when we see that this whole thing is because of the tech. Son's wearing like a real weird outfit. He's wearing like well, he's wearing like different clothes and all these things. Like it feels like the, it changes. Like, yeah, I couldn't figure it out because like I think there's one he's wearing a T-shirt and you're like, OK. And then the next one he's wearing like. A vest with also just like an ace bandage around his chest. He's wearing one of those short '80s shirts. Yeah, like where like you could wear like the the half shirt if yeah. it was your dude, but and you had to put a vest over it. But you got to be like fucking ripped. Like you can't just do like I remember I saw that like back in '86 when I was in the mall. Yeah, and I saw that at an arcade. I'll never forget it. What a dude wearing a half shirt. Yeah, because it was Buffalo, so it was like really cold out. But it was like my parents was like, "How could kids dress like that?" Half shirts. And there was like, I wish dudes would bring back the half shirt. All, all we need is just some fucking stupid hipster rock band to do it. I know. It's all it takes. If, if Bieber wants to bust that out, you know. That's true. Well, he'll, everybody else will start if doing Bieber it. If Bieber could get on that, that'd be great. Hey, Bieber. Someone, li- I know he listens to his podcast. Oh, yeah, he totally does. Uh, <laughs> so tell him to start cutting all the bottoms off his shirts. Hey man, here's how you here's how you bring it back. Even though he's probably not really going anywhere, no, I think he's still pretty uh pretty over with the kids. So uh, as that's happening, you know, he gets uh, interrupted by his uh, buddy that he was skyped. No, oh, is that the same? That's the same it guy. is the same guy. Yeah. Okay, I thought that guy permanently had that eye thing, but no, I think you can take it on and take it off. And he's like, hey, it's me. You know, I used to be your partner, so your apartment just let me in. Yeah, his name is Gomez. And he's like, well, you know. He's like, man, you got to get off that tech. He's like, I can stop whatever I want. I'm not a tech head. And you're like, mm, yeah. 
I don't know. I'm, I'm interested. That's why I'm interested in this. It's just I don't. I want to know more about this drug and about everything that's going on with it. Yeah. So he starts getting, you know, he starts getting all like, "Oh, don't call me a dealer," and he smashes it and smashes the stuff, and they're like, "Well, let's." do stuff because yeah, i'm not he's a like, cop I need your help because i'm not a cop anymore uh i used to be police but i'm a private eye now and it's it makes me more money so i'm kind of hoping you can help me out here let's drink beers together that are called cool light zero hall which if that has zero alcohol what the fuck are you drinking it for because it's refreshing cool light also also this is weird because they're like cans that you normally would drink out like like, like a tall through, boy like but you glass? could see through yeah. So I don't know. I, I, hipsters need to get on that. How come that hasn't the been a thing? The future is terrifying. Let's the just, future is terrifying. Let's just agree. This, this is the thing. We live in this this weird timeline. Yeah. But there's the darkest yet dumbest timeline. But yet. the worst is yet to come. I know. Eventually, we'll have see through beer cans with no alcohol in them. <laughs> and we'll have what kind of bullshit is that? We'll be hooked to uh, hooked on virtual reality. Drugs. Everyone will wear fucking Google Glass. Oh, Google Glass is making a comeback. Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> so oh, no. So basically, he's like, yo, let's... Uh, like, just team up with me. He's like, well, I guess his boss... Well, because it, they go into detail on the next page, because it's like, look, I need your help. So, hey, remember this chick you fucked the one time? <laughs> yeah. Her name is Warbride. Warbride. And That's she's good. apparently running, which is an interesting name, but she's apparently running like a huge rebel operation down in like Central America. And I like whatever this, Mexico. the stock photos they have of her. It's just a picture of her. And just she's, be like, ah. Oh. She's she got like one Jack's arm from like Mortal Kombat. A lot of well, Mortal Kombat she, references She's here. definitely got a, uh, she got a Bucky from the Avengers arm. Yeah. Yep. She got one one metal arm, and she's just like standing in front of. Uh, it looks like she's doing. Like she got. She kind of looks like Ripley. Yeah, she's kind of. She got that uh, 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 Garth Brooks headset on, where yeah. she's just kind of. Oh, she, yeah. oh, she's singing in the Thunder Rolls. She's absolutely. That's what she's doing in front of all these people. And the Thunder Rolls. Yeah, and and her her arm actually is like a lightning rod, so it's like really cool. Like, oh, I bet that's a sweet show. It really is. It's a great show. Garth Brooks has changed. I can't tell you how many times I've seen Warbride in concert. <laughs> <laughs> Garth Brooks is now Warbride. Oh man, you thought Chris Gaines was weird. <laughs> Check it out, he's a lady. <laughs> and his arm is metal. Oh shit, it's the future. Garth Brooks 2099. <laughs> I like Garth Brooks 2099. I'll be, you know what? Let's make that book. Yeah, let's do that. I would <laughs> I'll go, they're bringing back it. some of the, that, that universe still kind of exists in Marvel. Let's let's see what Garth Brooks is up to in 2099. <laughs> Garth Brooks 2099 where he becomes Warbride. Becomes becomes a comes a Latino woman yeah. who's uh, running a, a, a revolutionary a rebel. <laughs> rebel camp, but she's still performing concerts. Yeah, that's what she's into. <laughs> Fucking selling out that. And, and he's like, oh man, it, Warbride was your friend. And he's like, nah, we just fucked. Nah, man. And he's like, we well. Smashed. Okay. He's like, well, here's what happened. Uh, my boss, Old McMahon. Oh, Old McMahon. Uh,. He and his Vince twenty ninety nine daughter, who I think is too thin, which is odd. That what they is going? Keep, they keep hammering this like she's too skinny. What are, yeah, but that, maybe that's... she's more your taste. I think she's skinny, and I'm like, she looks exactly like Warbride. Like there's no difference. Warbride's skinnier than her. If anything, I, yeah, I guess Warbride I mean, is like look, super ripped. Like this they woman... look exact. They look okay. Imagine. Uh, an attractive female comic book character. That's exactly what you're looking at. There's no difference. No, just not even that. Like, I mean, not, yeah, just, a, she's just a, 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 a f- an average 
woman that they put that's like say oh she's friends like like liz oh, i'm trying to think her name liz bryant or well, just like, they all have the same body type it's, yeah there's literally unless like you're at a candy do you get a different body type these right. women all look the fucking same he's like man look at her isn't she thin and you're like no she looks exactly the same as everybody else like well, he, he's i like, mean she's thin but she's not like oh my god look at that emaciated woman like she's all curvy and shit with like tits and i'm yeah. like Okay. Great. And he says, but this guy's like, he's like, oh, he really hammers at home. He's like, yeah, he, he goes through like, like, a, a, instead of just like referencing it once, like he has to reference it again. Like, yeah, it's weird. They got in what's a plane. What's with the body shaming in tech world? Yeah, what's going on in tech world? So they like, they got in a plane and they flew over the jungle that Warbride apparently runs and their plane crashed and no one's heard from them since. So the insurance company wants to know if these people are actually alive. So that's where. That's our job where uh cardigan comes in because i guess he has the contacts the other guy's like i have charisma we're gonna get this done so that's the whole point of what they're doing yeah so so uh jake cardigan and his bolo tie yeah so he's like all right man we'll meet up tomorrow oh maybe this is something to do with with garth brooks because he's got I, that bolo tie i think yeah i think it is this oh is, is that is that why she liked why they dated because yeah because yeah they banged she's like yo i like that bolo tie and i got the headset oh are they, are they gonna merge together yes that's become... what happens that's how garth brooks 2099 happened that's like what happens this. it's just he's like you know what i don't want to be married to trisha yearwood anymore i'm gonna merge with this chick do you remember when we went to go see Garth Brooks in concert. Yes, and then they had that weird, like, we're going to show clips of her doing, like, a morning TV show where she's, like, baking with no, someone. Well, it was, it was, uh, because Trisha, wait, was it, a, did she perform her yes. own set? Like, in the middle of his, yes. Okay, she <laughs> That's perform- when we left. <laughs> that's right, she performed her own set, but that, that was, that's where we did leave at that time, because yes. it was just basically, like. It was, okay, so, and actually, I will say, so, Garth Brooks was fantastic in concert. Yes, yes. He was really, really good. I love his music. I mean, I'm from Colorado. You kind of have to have some country in you. But he, it was really good. He was playing all these hits. He was super energetic. Even though the dude's like 50-something now, he was like running around like there was just all this showmanship and, and stuff. And it was great. Showmanship, 100%. There yes. was a lot of showmanship. And then in a lot of energy. Like he didn't just stand there. Like dude was all over the stage. Yeah. And then all of a sudden in like the middle of it, they did, I think, a duet with him and trisha yearwood because they're married and then he went away probably to like take a breather because he'd been running around like a lunatic for like 90 minutes he's gonna come back come back out as war bride it's come back out as war bride uh and then trisha yearwood which they're showing clips of her on like one of those morning tv shows no it's like her, i think it's her own show that's oh, maybe, like on cmt oh, where she makes, maybe. Her, makes, makes her own where she has like a she show has, like she that has a and Southern she cooks kitchen or, something. Thing or something. Yeah. Yeah. Because she was definitely cooking. And then now it's time for her to sing. And it's her set now. And I was like, this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. And that's when we left. Yeah. We were like, all right. Yeah. We're, we're watching we a woman work. make biscuits. Yeah, and she's singing. In the morning. <laughs> she's not doing biscuits on stage. No. No. That was she kind was, of. She was singing her her songs that was an interesting show though I liked it was it. an interesting show i actually really liked it we had the best seats because they were at the very 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 top of the stadium yes and there was nobody behind us or in front of us or beside us and it was amazing so the next oh mor- they have to go find a contact yeah who's like a doctor or something so they have a doctor they're like okay this chick just hilda dad D- danenberg was our was our lady we got to meet up with oh we meeting her at home it's like no we're gonna meet her at the boardwalk on the mat in the malibu sector so they show the picture of her and i was it's, it's like oh she wants privacy so we got to go to this place i was like oh shit it's uh hillary clinton 
<laughs> she does look like Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton 2099. Yeah. So he's like, well, that's a weird place to meet if you want privacy. He's like, you don't know, man. It's changed. Like nah, the tech man. heads used to hang out at the Malibu boardwalk and now no one shows up. And I'm like, that's uh, like- something tells me that wouldn't go down in Malibu. They just kick your ass out. <laughs> I-, I don't know. Maybe everybody got so teched out. Maybe. They were having fantasies. Of- oh, yeah. Because that's what he says. Like tech's getting real bad. And because it's like a computer based drug, like weird shit's what happening if, to people. What, what if like, like all these people? Watching, and shit. What people are doing tech and it's just episodes of uh, Entourage. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh shit, I'm Vinny. <laughs> everyone's Vinny. Everybody. Could you imagine that? Like everyone thinks that they're Vinny. Oh god, what if tech is just you, you're you're Vinny Chase and you have to like you and uh you and drama have to make sure you get to Jimmy Kimmel in time and everybody's <laughs> just like, oh god, my mind is burnt out. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Who's the one who died? Everyone gets to be that guy. Wait, what? What the entourage guy who died a turtle? Turtle didn't die. Didn't the real life turtle die? Oh, real life turtle. Yeah, everybody gets to be real life turtle. Did real life turtle die? Oh, I don't know. Just... Isn't that the running joke? The real life turtle is dead or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I think we're blurring podcast reality. I think we real really reality. are. <laughs> that's what's happening. Because that's a, that is a we hate movies thing. So now we're having a we're now having now a... I think it's real. We hate movies is real, by the way. Oh, this is a real show. No, I mean like the reality they talk about is oh, real. Okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I appreciate that. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so. Yeah, so everybody's having a freak out, but and so basically, it just looks like a deserted version of of a pier. Yeah, you know, it's not really. Uh, there's a couple like hobos on it, just hanging out. Just a couple guys like there's there's me just sitting there over the ledge there, just looking. Yeah, just having a look. Everybody's yeah. just having a look. Yeah, this girl out there with a beach ball, you know, everybody, and and they're like, oh man, well, use is up twenty percent for tech, and side effects are increasing, and. You get some scary surprises. Longtime users having seizures and flashbacks. Oh man, flashing back to season one of Entourage. <laughs> the movie <laughs> flashing back to when uh, to drama when he was on Viking Quest or wherever the fuck it was, Victory Quest. So they're like, okay, we gotta go talk to this lady. And they find this lady, and she's standing by the the tech science pizzeria or whatever. I don't know if she has a clinic here or if she's just wanted to hang out by this pizza place. And there's like a guy who's kind of like being like, man, give it to me, man. And he's like, hey, stay away from that lady. I have a question. Yeah. Is his hand an, a pot or is he just holding a pot? I think his hand is like a Wait, pot. which guy's a pot hand? This hand. This guy here. Who has a pot hand? Oh, that guy's hand is a pot. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like a... He's like it's a, like ash. In, instead of a chainsaw, you just have a, a skillet. Oh, it's vagrant ash. Yeah. So that's like if Ash decided to be a chef. Oh, you can cook an egg on that pot? Yeah. You know what? Because he's just like, instead of being able to like snap on my chainsaw, I need a skillet. So they just happen to be walking by and they see this woman and they're like, oh, well, she's being harassed by a hobo. And he goes, but that's their contact. That's their contact. So, yeah, this is the contact. So, Hillary Clinton, they're like, hey, leave Hillary Clinton alone. And they go to walk to her. This is what sold me on the book because as, is, as they're he's about to reach her, the vagrant explodes. Oh, yeah. Kaboom. And, and murders both them, murders everybody except for, except for uh, uh, William Shatner and his buddy. Yeah. You know, so this, this, so this woman has just exploded. Yeah. Dead. And that's how the book ends. Mm-hmm. That's how the story ends. And it's just like next issue across the board. I'm like, oh, okay. Yep. Fine. Fuck you, That's book. it. That's the end of the book. Yeah. And then we get, ooh, Fabian Nicieza is the editor. Oh, Jesus. He, uh, honorary member. Honorary member of the show, Fabian Nicienza. 
Yeah. Who uh, did reply to us on Twitter. He did. He sure did. We've actually gotten to, by the way, it just reminds me, we did get some uh, new new iTunes reviews. Oh, we did? Uh, yeah, we got, a few, we, got, we got a few of those. Was it like, fuck you guys, you're the worst? No, we got a positive one. People were saying they make me laugh. Oh, that's good. So I like, I pre- we appreciate that. Of course, Apple Podcasts, rate and review if you think we deserve it. Uh, but yeah, so we get a little, so that's it for the story. And then the, we get tech words, because the book is the first issue, so there's no wet- letters yet. But right. it's and just. And a weird headshot of uh, William Shatner just looking like he wants to murder someone. Yeah. He really does. He's just staring. We saw blankly. what happened to that woman. Yeah, now he's mad. He's mad. He's mad. He's mad. He's mad that he missed his chance to go see uh, Garth Brooks 2099. Yeah, he's pissed. And so, uh, but basically, he just, it's just a column that he wrote that he's very excited for the project. His first novel, Tech War, which came out in 1989. Hmm. It's, it's already up on its fourth, ser- fourth novel, Tech Vengeance. Basically, he just kind of talks about, like, yeah, I'm really excited to put this together, and we've got all sorts of cool people to work with, and comics are a new medium for me, but let's do it. Fuck yeah. Next month, the adventure continues as Jake works his way down to Mexico to learn what really happened to Dr. Kittredge, only to encounter a fist to the face, a very close shave, and a whole lot of people who would rather who would rather he not find out. Mm-hmm. What about that woman that got exploded? I know. I need to know more about that. I didn't know uh, vagrants exploded like that in the future. Fucking tech? You know, you go see, Gar- you go see Garth Brooks 2099, then you explode? I mean, that sucks. That's a bummer. Mm-hmm. I mean, but at least it was quick, right? Yeah. Yeah. Go out on top. So that's it for William Shatner's Tech World number one from September 1992. Would you want to read the next issue of this? Actually, I would. Yeah. You know what? I'll tell you the truth. This was very well put together. Uh I mean, like, it's a coherent story. It's giving you just enough Mm -hmm. to make you want to keep reading. So we're like, okay, we've got backstory. We have characters. We've got uh, a reason for these people to for them to actually thaw him out yeah i thought it was well done yeah and i thought there's things happening that move the plot along which i appreciate because we read some of these books and things happen for no fucking reason and yeah. they don't do anything this actually just everything is moving your plot along yeah that, i agree with that and that's something like i immediately after i read it because i was very skeptical because oh yeah i was very skeptical I, because you were like i'm gonna i want to get all of these i'm like oh my god is this another guy gardener <laughs> you know well here's the th- okay but here's the thing i was skeptical well i mean i was skeptical reading this though because i look at something like william shatner's tech world and i'm like oh ugh, uh, yep. you know, star trek bleh, you know whatever and uh i read it and as you said that gives you enough stuff to keep your keep your interest yeah and uh i also like the the dick robot oh yeah i like him uh i think this benefits from having been a novel yeah because we have a way to set up things that matter we have a through line we have a place we're going Mm -hmm. we're not just like here's black condor and maybe you'll find some stuff out about him maybe not you know yeah this, that's true i think that whole like having at least having your plot worked out before going into this i think this really benefits from well it. i don't know if 100 because i've never read the books i don't, I don't know either but this... i know there's a book and that's all i need to know right so there's a, right, so there's a framework for the <laughs> there's character. a framework exactly yeah, not you don't be- have don't to follow it's... it beat by beat but you have a framework right. for like who this guy is and you know here it's kind of like doing you know infinity war 
on the big screen. You have a framework for it, even if you're not going to follow it beat by beat. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm on board. You got this. You got an angry robot. You got a hobo exploding. So there's enough weird shit in there for me too yeah. to keep me interested. So, and I'm looking forward to finding out. And this is ran for like you know about a good year, maybe year and a half. Mm-hmm. So I'm, uh, I'm 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 hunting them down. I got a few others, and uh, yeah, I actually came across a bunch of them yesterday mm-hmm. but i just didn't want to buy them all right then because that's the thing sometimes that happens is like you go to buy a bunch of comics like you go to go to you find a bunch of comics that you need but then it's like all of them at once yeah like alpha flight or you know a few other books like that like where you just you're like oh I, yeah i'm thinking i'm into it like i found a lot of primal force oh my. which i haven't decided whether or not i'm into it or not yet mm-hmm. but it it was there and there was like, I was like, wow, this is the most primal force I've seen at once. Yeah. Because I have like a certain, certain issues. I'm actually very close to completing my Quasar, my Wonder Man. I have like one issue of Wonder Man. And I think I have one issue of Guy Gardner. Oh. So like those are like the three that I'm definitely, like Alpha Flight's so that's under two, but like I'm, I got some trades that I'm going to pick up for that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so there's, I'm, you know, I'm close to a bunch of those and I can maybe start focusing on others, but Yeah. Neat. So that's that's kind of. I wanted to look for Catwoman comics yesterday, but the creators were sitting in front of it, so I couldn't get there. I feel like you're really close to finishing that. I'm very that, that close. I don't know how many I have left. But I'm two. close. Yeah, I feel like you're really close because there's not a whole lot of those left no. that uh, we haven't seen. Because I feel like we see them all like all the time. So yeah, there's only a co- I'm gonna have to go through and look, but I only feel like I need like maybe four of them, maybe five. Yeah, you're pretty close. I'm close. So, but yeah, I'm adding Tech World to that list. Tech Neat. World's awesome. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Check it out. Shout out to William Shatner. <laughs> I know he listens. Ooh, Sean, I listened to your podcast. <laughs> uh, is he going to tell us if a ghostwriter wrote his books or if he wrote them himself? I feel like this actually would come from his head. Well, maybe it came from his head. Doesn't mean he wrote it, though. <sighs> you can hire a ghostwriter. You've got a big enough name. True. He's probably got a guy. He's got a guy. Yep, got, got a guy. He's got a few guys. Mm-hmm. He's got a uh, bunch of gleep glops helping him. Yeah, <laughs> a, l- a lot of those celebrity books are written or ghostwritten. Mick Foley did gl- ghostwrite no, no, his No, not book. all of them. I'm saying Mick Foley, I would say Jericho probably wrote his own. Yeah, Jericho probably definitely wrote um, his own. But like you see Lauren Conrad's books, I'm going to go with Ghostwriter. Ooh, Ghostwriter. Oh, she's like the flaming guy with the head. Flaming yes, skull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ghost he comes Rider. out and he's like, book. <laughs> That's, the thing That's you what he does. He's, he's Satan's emissary here on Earth also creates bad celebrity books he's a demon he's a demon uh, who is here to uh to I, purify the souls of the wicked but also helps people celebrities write their books yeah bad ones I, I wish i could say that he wrote sean penn's latest bob honey who do stuff uh but i know sean penn wrote that and he got a thesaurus for christmas and you can just see it <laughs> <laughs> and every word it's fun is that is that is that, a, is that, is that how you shop for sean, sean penn is oh that, yeah you just it, buy him at the source he's mm-hmm. like i'm gonna write a book now sean i learned a new word it's in this book with all the other words oh great <laughs> it's in this book with all the other words it's called thesaurus other words you didn't know yeah and then he's like oh he's like great. awesome can't wait to write a book can't wait to write a book and instead of just using like you know the word stone i'm gonna come up with the most ridiculous one make sure it's all alliteration in this fucking sentence and everyone's going to want to throw my book across the room. The end. <laughs> There's Jen's review of Sean. Penn's I have book. not read it. I read I read s- snippets and that's enough. Hey, that's all you need. Yeah, that's all I need. Well, that's it for this week's show. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Angry Hero Sean. 
And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us on Facebook at Worst Collection Ever. Yes. Uh, email us, worstcollectionever at gmail.com. And, of course, as I mentioned before, please rate and review us wherever you get the show. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, wherever you check us out. Uh, we would really appreciate that. So thanks again for listening, folks, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye.